0: Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears. This week's episode is brought to you by Letters from State Farm Insurance. Letters from State Farm Insurance. They don't actually pay you any money, but they'll send you plenty of letters telling you why they're not going to pay you. Letters from State Farm Insurance. It's what all the best insurance companies do not pay any claims. Sign up today if you'd like to get stuff in the mail, but not actually get anything covered. My name is Jason.
1: Hey, and I'm KJ, and in this week's Week in Review, I do a little podcast homework. And uh, the plot thickens in Jason's insurance saga, and we get some new nicknames, a.k.a. Monikers.
0: I believe what you meant to say there is Monikers, but we'll cover that and much more in our next segment, Pronounce This.
1: Later, you're going to find out if we have a guest when we play, Do We Have a Guest?
0: We don't have a guest.
1: All that, plus several conversational tangents.
0: In a week, week, things happen.
1: Yes, they do.
0: And now, we'll review.
1: Yes, we will.
0: Those things that happened.
1: The things that
0: happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week, week in Review. So, what's up this week?
1: Good is up. There's a, there's a lot going on this week, but one of the reasons that good is up.
0: Oh, there's a lot going on this week.
1: There's a lot going on this week. But, so, but one of the reasons that good is up for me in my house is that mm-hmm. I now have two toddies in my house.
0: Is this like house and pool boy? No. Todd's? And you call him Toddy. Come toddy. on, Toddy. Well, you, you need know. You to clean the leaves out of the pool, you know, <laughs> since you live on your big estate with the, I'm assuming it has like the Olympic size swimming pool in the back.
1: Well, there's the Olympic size in the West Wing area, but on the oh, East okay, Wing okay. is one of those just a, like a.
0: Like a wading pool?
1: No, the uh, jacuzzi.
0: Oh, okay. Hot tub.
1: Yeah, hot tub. You
0: got hot Toddy in the hot tub.
1: Well, you know, the Hall of Famer is also Toddy, teacher of the year. Yes. <laughs> and, and and now, thanks to Ed Butt, I have a new toddy. T-O- okay, explain this to me. T-O-D-D-Y. Oh, okay, let me find the tweet. There was a tweet that Ed Butt tweeted us after last week.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. We were talking about cold brew, remember? Cold brew with ice cream, state fair food.
0: Yeah, the cold, cold brew, brew coffee.
1: coffee. So mm-hmm. Ed Butt at EDB1947 says... The woman to whom I am related by marriage and I have cold brewed, cold brewed our coffee at home for 30 plus years. The coffee snobs at Starbucks finally caught up to a brewing process that Prince Castle used at least as early as the mid 60s and probably back to the 50s.
0: Hmm. Prince Castle. What is that?
1: I don't know. Should I know? Prince, Prince, uh, from Minneapolis? That castle?
0: No. Uh, Prince Castle. Is that like a brand or a store or like?
1: Well, he's got it in, in, cap. he's capitalized Prince and capitalized Castle.
0: Is it like some guy in like Luxembourg that's, you know, royalty, Prince Castle?
1: I think so, yeah. Okay. So Prince Castle has used it probably since the mid-60s, if not earlier. Okay. So Starbucks finally, he's saying Starbucks finally caught up to cold brewing, but you know, it's not just Starbucks, it's all of those coffee chains. Mm-hmm. But... So anyway, I asked him for the, his recipe cuz I had wanted to cold brew my own coffee at home because it's expensive at these places. He said he used to, the Toddy brewing system TODDY. Okay. So I looked it up and watched some YouTube videos and it looked easy enough for someone like me to do. So so I ordered it.
0: <laughs> someone like me.
1: Someone like me. And I'm You I'm, mean like
0: a non like cooking correct aficionado.
1: Yes. Okay. And and I'm drinking some right now actually.
0: Oh, how is it?
1: Can't you tell? Can't you hear the extra pep in my voice?
0: I was drinking coffee at the same time.
1: Oh, okay. It's good. I like it. Anyway, I'd like to say thank you to Ed. Um, So far, I like it. I'm still figuring out the ratios because what it does is it brews a concentrate, and then they recommend a a three to one ratio of water to, Mm. to coffee or four to one ratio of water to coffee. So I'm figuring out how I like it. But this morning's ratio that I picked is pretty good.
0: So you're having to do math before you A drink little bit, in the
1: a little bit of math. That's good for me.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Math is good. Math doesn't suck. Well, so Prince Castle. Do we have like Queen, like you know, ramparts and King <laughs> drawbridge and Duke Trebuchet?
1: And, is that uh, what we're talking
0: about? Am I, am I going through the Luxembourg royal m- family right now?
1: M- Mrs. Mrs. Um, Moat. Mrs. Mrs. Moat. Well, I was trying to alliterate. <laughs>
0: Madame Moat.
1: Speaking of castles, my dad has always wanted to build a <laughs> castle. And he actually bought the land. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, he wanted to... My dad went to Wartburg Seminary,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is modeled after Wartburg Seminary, in, in, or Wartburg Castle, excuse me, in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's always loved Wartburg Castle. So he, for many years, I remember when I was a little girl, he's like, when we have our castle someday, he... And so he built a diorama of the Wartburg Castle mm-hmm. and he bought land about 25 years ago and he started the castle. He never finished it. He's now selling the land. But we had, a moat was in the plan. And I always thought a moat wow. was so cool with a drawbridge. Yeah. Um, he,
0: uh, that had to be like expensive.
1: Um well, he Is never it, finished it, so it probably was, was expensive. Say,
0: yeah. So, um, how much did he get done? Is it like does it look like Stonehenge? Does it look like you know? No, some- he didn't get
1: that much done. So he got the 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 oh the the bare bones up
0: the foundation of, of
1: the foundation and a little bit more like the second level in some what? spots.
0: So he's like a stone like building and a half.
1: But he didn't put any stone on the outside yet. Oh, so, no, no, no.
0: Wait, he's, so he was building it with, like, a regular, like, structure and then putting stone on the outside of it? Yes. Yeah, so it, Oh, okay. I don't know if you've ever that heard of sense.
1: ready form, but ready form was what he was yes. using. Yes, I have. So it would look like white insulation, basically, on the outside. Yeah. And so, that but there was a second level, and you could look over the second level down onto an area where he was going to park all of his fancy cars inside the house.
0: So you do come from royalty.
1: Absolutely. A castle and
0: a family car. Co- Look, and I'm Mrs. Moat. Castle Mote. And fancy cars. I'm Mrs. Moat. Yeah. <laughs> Mademoiselle Moat. <Mote. laughs>
1: yeah, that's better, Mademoiselle. I couldn't think of it on the fly. Mrs. Mademoiselle Moat. Yes, there you go. M-M.
0: I would like to be Duke Trebuchet. That's my. <laughs> okay. That's one of my aliases now.
1: Awesome. Put it on. Add it to the list. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So anyway, I, the cold brew is good. I want to thank Ed for for giving me another tie. Um. But also this week, mm-hmm. I've been doing or I will do some homework for the pod- this podcast. You know, I do it all for the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Later today, I think we have it all figured out for me to meet my friend Rachel at the gate of the Minnesota State Fair to try one of oh. these new foods we talked about last week. Yeah. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of cold brew, I think I'm going to go for that cold brew ice cream thing with the toasted marshmallow.
0: Superman flavor?
1: No, that was, you're talking about the that cloud roll. I have not requested uh-huh. the cloud roll.
0: How uh, about the pepperoni infused maple syrup?
1: No, no, I can't do that.
0: That seemed like the worst sounding one to me.
1: Yeah, that was awful. A sounding, I mean, I'm sure it's awful. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm going to do that cold brew ice cream. And cool. then, of course, Sweet Martha's cookies. That's a staple. If that works out. So, I will report back on that next week. Cool. But the other part of the podcast homework. And I did already complete this. Uh, this past Saturday night, I believe, I watched a movie.
0: Which you want to guess which it? movie? I'm going to say it was Flashdance. No. Streets of Fire.
1: No, but Streets of Fire. St. Elmo's Fire. I don't think Streets of Fire would probably. Fire hold Down up. Below. No, it's not. It's not. Nothing to do with fire. Well, oh, okay. nothing to do with fire in the title.
0: Okay. Um,.
1: It's uh, Brendan and Jersey's lit- friendship litmus test, which is maybe why I felt pressure to watch it.
0: A view to a kill.
1: <laughs> no. Buckaroo You only bonsai. live
0: twice. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>, I know.
1: <laughs> Buckaroo Banzai. And I may have also no, felt full title. Pressure. Full title, please. Buckaroo Banzai something something eighth dimension.
0: <laughs> Close enough.
1: <laughs> and But also, did you see Patrick Moffat's tweet to us about this? At Moffat Patrick, he said, "Never seen Buckaroo (laughs) Banzai. This is horribly upsetting and bordering on tragic. I still whistle the closing tune at least once a day. It's a (laughs) completely preposterous and wonderfully perfect movie. If you Uh don't watch it by next show, everybody's fired." (laughs) So I took that to heart, and then he said, in quotes, "Laugh while you can." Dot 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 question mark End quote. And I know what that means. I know where it comes from now.
0: Ah, I bet you know what it is. cultural references. Yeah, I bet yes. you know
1: what it is too. Without seeing the movie,
0: I, I've actually seen this movie. You? What? It was like in the early eighties when it came out that I saw it.
1: I thought you said you didn't see it
0: because I didn't remember seeing it, and I don't remember half of it. But when when I went and looked at like screenshots of it
1: mm-hmm.
0: afterward, I was like, oh yeah, I've seen this.
1: And what it's did been you so
0: long ago, I don't remember. It, it's I was a kid. I thought it was you know cool and insane and crazy. -huh I would I, I, I lump I this in with like, um, and this is really going to offend some people. Uh, <laughs> like remember the Buck Rogers TV show?
1: I kind of do. Yeah, Sort of
0: futuristic, sort of crazy. I lump yeah. it in with that, and from this is my childhood memories, my 10, 12, 13-year-old self. that and like, um, what's the movie where, oh, ice pirates, have you ever seen that movie? No. Anything like early '80s, like space, goofy.
1: That has like a ridiculous
0: edge to it. No, not Star Wars. Okay, Um, Star Wars was was like space opera. It was a little too overly serious. But the, uh, I mean, I like Star Wars. But the um, stuff like like Ice Pirates. If you've not seen Ice Pirates, go watch that. And they they probably have zero in common except they were kind of crazy space movies. Now in my mind, I link this to The Fifth Element, which I really really like. So I probably need. I'm going to go back and watch. Buckaroo Monza as an adult. I have just been sick this week, so haven't gotten around to it yet.
1: Well, I watched it for the first time as an adult. Mm-hmm. And I would say that Patrick nailed it, or at least the first part of his sentence it's completely preposterous.
0: <laughs> that we're all fired?
1: <laughs> no. Although I did probably feel pressure. I didn't want to be fired, so maybe that's why I watched it. um But he said it's completely preposterous and wonderfully perfect. I don't know if I completely agree with the wonderfully perfect, but completely preposterous. Yes, I agree with that. (laughs) No, no, I did like it. I did like it.
0: Okay, good. I'm glad glad you said that because you weren't helping your case there. No,
1: I I did like it, it, but it was completely preposterous. Mm. And and I think that's the point. That is the point. But okay, so this is not an indictment on the movie itself, but. I should... Oh, boy. I, on Saturday night, I should not have even started this movie because I was just way too tired. I think...
0: Did you fall asleep in this movie?
1: I, I think we started at like 10 o'clock Saturday night, which is way too late for me.
0: Did you fall asleep during I this movie? I fell
1: asleep in a, about half an hour in. And again... Brendan and
0: Patrick are never going to talk no, to you again. No, again,
1: I repeat, I repeat, this is not an indictment on the movie. It's an <laughs> indictment on my decision-making skills. I should not... Have watched this movie at 10 o'clock. No matter what I had put on, I would have fallen asleep. If I'd put Ferris Bueller on, which I never fall asleep to, I would have fallen asleep. Yeah, I understand that. But, um, but
0: early, uh, those, if you go back and watch those eight movies from like the 70s and 60s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, now they are, even good ones, are much slower than, like, slower paced than most stuff today.
1: Yes. And the other thing is, um, Aside from being completely and totally confusing, and I think that was probably the point. Um,
0: <laughs> Could possibly it have been, you were confused by because you fell asleep in the middle of it?
1: <laughs> no, because I watched it the next day. I, I, oh, I okay, got up okay. and watched it the next, I think we watched it Sunday night. Good. But as someone who just watched it for the first time in 2018, mm-hmm. uh, the, the special effects, I will say, are also completely preposterous.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, and...
1: um. I'm tempted tempted to say that the movie maybe doesn't hold up to someone who's watched it in 2018, not 1984 for the first time. Mm -hmm. So if you watched it in 1984 or 85, 86, and you're 15 years old or whatever, you think, wow, this is awesome. Look at these special effects. But now you watch it again in 2018, maybe there's some nostalgia there. Well, I didn't have that nostalgia factor. So all I saw was these effects are awful, Uh, but I like it. It's fine with me. Yeah. Because... Once you get over the fact that you have no idea what's happening, this the plot is all over the place, and it's crazy, and, and you kind of know that they're letting you in on some sort of joke. The writers, the directors, they're letting you in on a joke. Right. It's like, come that's, on that's in. That's the
0: point, yeah.
1: Once I got to that point, I'm like, I sat back and enjoyed this wonderfully preposterous movie.
0: Okay. And I'm, I'm going to watch this again as an adult, because I remember parts of it. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I had forgotten, which is, probably ridiculous, is that Peter Weller, Robocop, is the lead actor in this <gasps> that's movie. That's
1: where he's from.
0: Yeah, that's Robocop.
1: He, his performance was really good. He played yeah. Buckaroo Banzai, who you don't really know who he is, but you get that he is some sort of superhuman guy. Right. He does it all. Buckaroo Banzai does it all.
0: It sounds to me like, not having seen this since 1980, whatever, when it came out, you know maybe a year after it came out cuz i didn't see it in the theater i would have seen this like on a um vhs
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> copy yeah. Yeah. um
0: or maybe on hbo like when did hbo start cuz we were HBO we were poor started. but I my dad know. was like we're paying for this <laughs> every month
1: yeah cuz <laughs> he wanted good. to
0: watch yeah. he wanted to watch movies but um so i saw so It's either in vhs or i saw it on hbo but the uh it reminds me now it makes me put it puts me in the mind of Fifth Element, and like stuff like Guardians of the Galaxy. So oh, this well, sounds you, like from what you're describing, it c- sort of could have been inspired by like Guardians of the Galaxy comic books, which were out before this movie, I'm pretty sure.
1: Well, maybe you're right. And, you know, you might have, un- you might have uncovered a little QE here because we do get to Guardians of the Galaxy in feedback. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, yeah,
0: which I haven't read, <laughs> which I never read. Or the, mo- the
1: movie, I think, is part Let's in the p- feedback.
0: No, I'm saying I I don't read the feedback ahead of time. Oh,
1: I say that. So you I don't know, I don't know what's coming comment. in feedback. Okay, well, okay, so yes, Peter Weller Peter Weller was really mm-hmm. good, and there is some bad acting in this, like really bad acting.
0: Well, I mean that's that's early '80s sci-fi. That's is, early '80s. There's sci-fi. some bad. There's some yeah. bad acting in there. Is a given.
1: And completely over the top. Chew yeah. every bit of scenery there is acting, which is John Lithgow to me. But that yeah. that, that that could be tempting to say that it's awful. But it's not his over-the-top acting is what was I think needed for that role.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's enjoyable and it's the right go. It's the right move. And yes. he Usually get- he usually walks that line pretty good. Yeah. Now this thinks this makes me really think now more Fifth Element. So hey, did you ever watch the Fifth Element? No, I think I probably it? should. Okay, you watch that. I'll go back and watch Buckaroo Rubanzai again as an adult for some. You know, it ain't gonna be by next week. Okay. Because let's face it, I may not get to it this week. But the um. So then we could talk about that and maybe compare and contrast a little bit. Okay. Because I know The Fifth Element well. I've seen it probably, so you are know, 40, more, 50 times.
1: you're adding more homework to my...
0: Well, I mean, you're knocking stuff off the list, I so am. I got to keep adding I it am. on there.
1: So I would say that, again, I would be tempted to say this movie doesn't hold up, but I think mm-hmm. it probably still does for people that watched it in the 80s. But overall, I would say it's charming. Mm-hmm. It's a charming movie, and it's super dumb. But in a good way, there's bad effects. The graphics are horrible. The music is not good. But all are charming and endearing. And okay. it's so 1980s to me. Um, I'd say if you're looking for a serious movie about alien invasion, it's not for you.
0: Well, you, there's, there's a couple from the late 70s, early 80s you should watch. And the n- number one at the top of that list is Alien.
1: Is that a serious alien invasion? Because I'm not into serious alien invasions. Alien you have
0: invasion. not seen Alien with Sigourney Weaver?
1: I think I've seen parts of that movie.
0: That movie is incredibly tense and serious.
1: Yeah, well, that's not what this is.
0: Oh, no, I I know. I'm saying I thought you were looking. I thought you were saying saying I'm I'm looking for a serious alien movie.
1: No, I'm saying if you're looking for a serious alien movie, this one's not for you. But if you're looking for like a goofy, nerdy, geeky movie that knows that it's goofy and geeky Mm -hmm. and seems to know that you know. It's goofy and geeky. I think this mm-hmm. is your movie.
0: So have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy either no, of those movies? No. Okay. It sounds a lot like that. And in my mind, my, you know, young self, when I saw this, it reminded me of that already, so the vibe. So I'm going to watch it and you should I'll give you your so choice. Now You I can have watch Fifth Element or Guardians of the Galaxy? Okay. It's an and or situation.
1: Okay. All right. I well. like
0: the Fifth I like Fifth Element better than Guardians of the Galaxy. But yeah. you might Prefer Guardians of the Galaxy are are more straightforward, like superhero type, like you know, like they're Marvel, Marvel universe movies. They're they're well done. Okay, Fifth Element is a avant-garde, Luc Besson like fever dream, insane, hmm. which is why I like it better because it's crazy.
1: Well, maybe I'll just watch both of these. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to know how your week went. What's going on? Any updates? Let me
0: tell you. Okay. (laughs) Yes, I have an update. Okay. Like I said, I've been sick this week. My, like, basically my whole family has been sick. So that's the other, that's the downside to to school starts is you get kids that have not, you know, been around each other for, you know, two months back together in close contact. And, you know, seven year olds not great at washing their hands and stuff. And so we've kind of gone through the first wave of colds.
1: Yeah, that's not fun. Um,
0: No. And I got, you know, crazy stuff going on, like stomach virus and stuff this week. So I didn't really get a whole lot done unless I could do it like laying down. And the state farm insurance. How can I say this? Um,
1: Debacle? The plot thickens. Oh, the plot thickens. Okay. Yes. What's going on We talked about
0: it last. Was it last week we talked about this?
1: Last week, I think. Yeah.
0: So, we talked about how they've said, you know, we're moving you a different, to a different agent and we're not going to cover this. Yes. And so, we were like, yeah, sure, fine, we're, screw you, we're going to go get estimates and have it fixed and we're not waiting on this because it's been two months and if the estimates come back and are more than the deductible, we're going to send it to you and if you, do, if you then figure out a way to weasel out of it or put us off, mm-hmm. we're going to go ahead and do it and we're moving to a different insurance company. Okay. And I I had I'd already we've already gotten an estimate for the painter to come fix it and we have an estimate for the restoration company to come in and tear the wall out and do that stuff and handle everything and it'd be done. It's expensive and it's more than the esti- it's more than our deductible, but I still don't think they're going to pay it. is in my mind because yesterday I got a letter in the mail from State Farm and I'm thinking, "Okay, I need to open this because this may be the new this may be the new agent it came come from the new agent. Maybe this is, you know, Saying, hey, you know, we, we're here to help you. Let us know if there's anything we can do. Yeah. This is from the State Farm Corporate Office. Oh, boy. I'm going to read the entire letter. Okay. Dear policyholder. Real personal.
1: <laughs> Not even your name.
0: Uh-uh. Dear policyholder. Our records indicate that you have recently experienced a water loss. <laughs> we know that this is an unfortunate occurrence and regret. You had to suffer this type of loss. No, you don't. Therefore, we would like to offer assistance to help you avoid or control future water-related losses. Experience has shown that there are preventative measures which may be taken to reduce the likelihood of water damage. Please take a few minutes to review the recommendations contained in the enclosed brochure there are specific measures that can be taken to avoid or lessen the severity or frequency of water losses. Because you are a valued policyholder, we ask that you contact your state farm agent with any questions regarding this letter and brochure. Please note, this letter and the enclosed brochure do not include all potential sources of loss, nor are we guaranteeing that if you comply with the recommendations included in either this letter or the brochure, that your property will be necessarily considered safe, helpful, or in compliance with any law, rule, or regul- regulation. Sincerely, Personal Lines Fire Underwriting, State Farm.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: So not only are they denying the claim because it's less than the deductible, even though their their adjuster said, yeah, this is going to be covered, and the estimate was only to repair the wall and not actually fix where it was leaking the damage that had been caused with by the storm now they are denying it and then sending us a letter and saying well you know this is your fault obviously because you didn't take care of your property so therefore here's some hints here's a few tips can i can i give you some advice can i give you some advice on how you could avoid this in the future because we know and we regret that this could be a difficult time for you so you know, here's how you could do it in the future. You know, so we won't have to pay anything in the future, is what they are doing. And it is despicable.
1: Yes. And, okay. Let's just say, let's say you did not have a leak. And if they sent you this, and instead of saying, we were obviously the sentence, we regret you have a, you, that you had a water situation wouldn't be there. It would be like, these are the preventative measures you can take as a homeowner. That would be okay. They would, how condescending is exactly. this after
0: we've had the damage yes. and
1: they know and they've denied that they're going to pay for it? Yep, they're saying, we're not paying for this and it's your fault and here's and the things fault. you need to
0: do. And also, please do this stuff because we don't want to have to pay in the future.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they had sent that letter with before anything happened, I can understand that they're trying to be a helpful insurance company that's teaching you how, oh, to, no. how to be preventive.
0: I also see it as they're trying to avoid having to pay any money. But I see your point. Yeah. Now, the brochure is this two-page, like, printed, like, water thing. Like, it says, water damage, how to protect your home. And it's basically stuff like, any idiot who owns a house would know how to do. Okay. I maybe
1: so need So it is condescending.
0: Brochure. Yeah, it, You could probably go online to their, like, website and find I it, because it looks it. like they printed it off of there. Okay. I, I cannot believe this. I was going to let it go and be like, yeah, we're paying for this, because here's the thing now. It's potentially possible that the way I feel and the way I'm sick and the way my kids have gotten these colds and it's getting worse is affected by something that's growing in this wall because it's been two months and they have give us the runaround and transitions around and denied claims mm-hmm. and said, yeah, we're going to cover it. And it took them uh, two weeks to get the adjuster out here. And then he said, you know, no problem. And then a week later, we got a thing in the mail that said, now we're canceling it. We're not and we're not covering this. You're on your own. So we're having to set up our own deal and fight with them. And having to go out and research and find places people to come and fix it, if that has anything to do, if it is anywhere proven by any doctor that says this was a factor in making you or your kids sick, I am suing them.
1: Mm -hmm. That's insane. As someone who has also had water damage and mold, I rented a house right on the Mississippi River once, about 60 miles away from here when I was in college, right on the Mississippi River. One year, it flooded. It's yeah. it's very likely that it will flood. I had water in my basement all the way up to the stairs coming up to oh, my wow. second level.
0: That's and, much worse than we had like amount of water.
1: Well, I told him about the, the landlord about this and he never came and he never came and he never came for like weeks. I'm living with water in my basement from the Mississippi River and I got really sick yeah, that's not clean from yeah. mold. And finally, I just said, I'm not paying this month's rent. And... I didn't pay it, and he finally fixed it. He finally, you know, got a sub pump in there and pumped it all out.
0: But that's ridiculous. My
1: point is that I got sick from mold, and now I can immediately tell when I've walked into some place that has mold because I instantly get all stuffed up and I don't feel well.
0: Correct. And we're at the point now where this could be. This water has been in this wall long enough. It and it's like just wet insulation and wet drywall Mm -hmm, behind it. mm -hmm. You can't. None of the water's coming through the wall anymore or anything like that. And even the guy who came out, the restoration person who deals specifically with repairing water damage, floods and stuff, said, no, it's not bad enough where it's going to cause any problems. But you let it go for another three or four months. I mean, it's been two months. It right. could be, he said. So I, I, I am, think
1: you can definitely have I am illnesses for two, month, for two months. Mine was only a month. Now that was Mississippi River water. I don't know if that matters. But well, yeah, I, I mean, can you guarantee have, you know, you've probably, got some mildew you know, in there.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, they got to tear the wall, replace all the drywall. So it's definitely damaged.
1: Yeah. And they're not going to fix the problem. They're not going to fix. It sounds like what you said last week is they're not even going to attempt to. Basically, if you boil this down to like a leaky faucet, they're not going to fix the faucet part that's leaking. They're just going to clean up the leak.
0: They're cleaning up the water and then letting it continue to leak the next time it rains. Next time a big storm comes through, it's going to come in again. Because the painter that I hired to give an estimate said, yeah, you need to replace this windowsill and this windowsill and do this. And the flashing here is bad. It's been damaged by this storm. and Because we've had hail and stuff in the last few years. She said it's probably been damaged over time, but it shouldn't be this just from regular. like. Because I had the house painted like outside like five years ago, maybe maybe something around there. They basically said, yeah, the insurance should cover this. Yeah. So I,
1: I don't understand. I thought State Farm was a good company.
0: They may be good. This is a wrong step. Yes. You do not. When you deny a claim from somebody, you then you don't send them a thing that said, "By the way, it was your fault." And mm-hmm. oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we regret it, but maybe you should try a little harder next time.
1: Yeah, I, that's exactly what it sounds like from that
0: letter. I was, I was actually over it until not this anymore. Oh no! Oh no! I, I cannot believe. I opened it this morning and I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, Was there there any, um, you know how you said sometimes, you don't swear very often. You don't curse. But was this a situation, this is a John Oliver moment where you, are you?
0: It would have been if, once again, my kid wasn't at home sick sick today. Okay, all right. So I will say this, in my response, my response to State Farm, um, personal lines, fire underwriting. Yeah. Dear Personal Lines Fire Underwriting, F.U. <laughs> Sincerely, Jason. That's uh, my response.
1: That is Okay. We talked about this last week. They are not doing their job.
0: Oh, no. You are
1: having to go out and do your job.
0: You've and had to do they are this. making it
1: worse. Yeah, they're making it worse. And you've had to do this before. Remember when your car got damaged on it? Correct. And you had to go out and get estimates. Why aren't yes. the companies doing their job?
0: Well, we're switching insurance companies for sure now.
1: Was State Farm your auto insurance too at
0: that yes, time? Yes, okay. we've been with them for 20-something years and have covered everything and have never had to file a claim. Actually, we filed like three claims now, and they've paid zero of them. So guess what, State Farm? You suck. Yeah. <laughs> like a good neighbor that sets your house on fire. How about that? And then says, you probably should have been flame retardant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not laughing at you. I'm just like, are you kidding me with this?
0: I I can't believe it. It's just, it it is incredible. You just have to laugh because what I have to do is go, okay, I've already made up my mind that we're paying for this and we're no matter what it costs. And I have told the people that have sent us estimates, I've been like, as soon as you can fix it, fix it. Because if you can fix it this week, fix it this week.
1: Well, I whatever mean, you need to do, you you kind of have to pay for it. You don't. I mean, I, your alternative would be not fix it and continue to have mold or, or water in yeah, your house. water
0: damage and mold growing and more rain coming in. Yeah, it's we gotta fix it. And they so, know
1: that you have to fix it. Yes, of course they no. know
0: that. Of course they do. Because they're evil.
1: I don't understand these com- how these companies get away with stuff like
0: this. Because the policy, the I I seriously think, and I am a hundred percent. Seriously saying this, I mean, half the stuff I say is joking, but i'm serious. I believe that every single insurance company that exists in america, their america. internal direction is you deny everything, everything up front unless it's it's going to cost us less than ten dollars. You deny everything, everything, whether it is a hundred whether it is by the letter we should cover this, you deny it all and then we wait cuz half of the people who should mm-hmm. we should, you know, fulfill the claim and pay it, they're they're going to give up. They're not going to put up with this. Right. You drag it out and you deny it until those people just drop off.
1: They're they're Im- I, they're employed. That is a
0: I believe there's been internal communication among executives to this is our policy. This is our stance on and this. And
1: they're using the squeaky wheel gets the grease yes. tactic and Oh, first of all, I'd like to if there's anyone listening that works in the insurance or insurance com- insurance. Uh, insurance world and want, you know, anonymously tell us if Jason is right about this um, or to
0: refute what I'm saying because look, refute, there are yeah. good people and good people in, diff- in in all levels of positions at at all companies. I'm saying mm-hmm. from the direction of the heads of the company, the board of directors, the people who are the shareholders, not the shareholders but the people who are on the board that only care about how much is our company making? Is it making our stock go up?
1: Mm-hmm. Am I going
0: to get paid more money? Am I going to get a big bonus this year? If you're driven by that, you're evil. If that's right. all, if that's your main priority is, I don't care what happens. I don't care if we fulfill our mission that we say is, is our company's mission is to help people. Like they're saying, we regret this. And our job, our goal is to help you. If, no, if your goal not. is to make money, if that's your primary goal, get out of here. You suck. Yeah. At the expense yeah. of people? I mean, come on.
1: I know. Uh, that, I, I mean, you I, had that with your health insurance, too, yeah. that you have now switched, correct? Yes, You're- and
0: it's been awesome. It's been so much better.
1: Good. Well, I'm glad that's been so,
0: better. So Aetna can suck it, and State Farm can now suck it. <laughs> and, and, and let's add Samson
1: in there. They're, they yeah. can take their washers and shove.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding when I say I'm not a litigious person at all. I've never sued anyone in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Some of the tests that they're running on me that I had to go to the doctor for this week that I got some weird stuff going on. If it comes back that any way, shape, or form it can be connected to this. I am hiring a lawyer immediately.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: and they are you- going to. Fu- I'm going to pursue this to the fullest extent of the law. And if my kids don't get better and they have some effect. And I don't care if it's like, oh, this, this affects you and then it goes away. If it caused them to get sick? I'm doing everything I possibly can to make state farm pay for stuff.
1: Yes, and if anyone in your family has asthma,
0: which this, my son that is home today sick does. Yeah,
1: and so if if so he has asthma, that can be made worse by this kind of stuff. Absolutely. Is Jason's wife has Jason's wife been ill?
0: Uh she's been feeling kind of like And here's the thing with me, she's in her and I are similar. I've got some more stuff going on, but mine is almost like I feel just like fatigued and tired and like, just not right. Just feel sick, but I don't have a fever. It's just like sore muscles and just weird stuff going on. Mm hmm. So they're doing, like, lab tests, and I should know in a couple of days is what they said.
1: And you spend a little bit more time in the house than she I does. I
0: spend twice as much time as everybody else because they're now that they're going to school, Yeah, they're gone to school. And she, she works from home, like, sometimes, but she usually goes to work at least three days a week. So she's yeah. gone for, yeah. you know, 12 hours.
1: So the, I think day. we figured this out. I mean, I th- this is like an episode of House. We have figured it out. Now we just need <laughs> yeah. to get this taken yeah. care of
0: medical professionals <laughs> medical detectives that we are
1: yes um that is super frustrating
0: oh, i yeah. have a- i cannot believe that they kind condes- of it's just the tone of it is in the timing and the Condescension—that's one. When you go, if you're the—if you're an actual agent that knows and cares about the people that you represent, mm-hmm. whether the mm-hmm. corporate office does or not, which I'm assuming they don't even know who I am, they see me as policy holder and a number. Which, yep, at that level, that's fine because they're supposed to have the local agent who knows us and deals with our situation. I know that the local agent knows what's going on because we talked to them on the phone three or four times, and now they won't even call us back. Yeah. And we've been nice about it so There's far. It's probably a I'm tired of being nice about chart.
1: It. Um, yeah, you know. for
0: them to not stop this, I'm sure this is probably some automated thing, when they deny a water claim. Yep. For the local agent to go, hold up, we got to put a stop on this. Okay. That guy's not doing his job. And he sucks too.
1: I have a, I, I think I have someone I could ask. I have. Oh, really? My stepfather's nephew. So my, what would that be? My step cousin?
0: <laughs> you lost me at stepfather's nephew.
1: Well, basically we call him our cousin, and he yeah. is an insurance. Relative. He is one of those adjusters, I think. I will not name the company, mm. although I will say it's not State Farm. Okay. And he goes around after storms and stuff and looks at houses and determines what they're going to cover and what they're not going to cover. Right. He might be one that I can tap and say, hey.
0: He might have some inside yeah. info on the stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah, but... The problem is they don't see him, but once a year, so it might be a little okay.
0: while. <laughs> I can't wait a year. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I've already got people set up. I just need to hear back from them to definitely know they're coming a certain like scheduled time. Because if the people that I've talked to that I'm like, yeah, that, that, that amount, honestly, I just looked at the estimate and went, sure, it's not a million dollars. We can afford it, pay for it. Um, and it's not going to be that much more than the. It's, it's probably going to be close to twice the deductible by the time. Yeah. So we're going to pay double the money that we should be paying for this because we should be paying the deductible and State Farm should be paying the rest of this. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to send the quotes to the agent and I'm going to have this fixed immediately so this is not in any way causing it potentially causing any sicknesses or illnesses to get worse um, or any other situations and we don't have any more leaks and all that's handled. And then I'm going to deal with State Farm and say even if they pay it at this point, we're, we're changing, because this has been ridiculous. It's been two, two months, and we've had to do most of the work to track stuff down.
1: Right. You should not have to and do the been, work.
0: Uh-uh. And I don't feel like they've been upfront with us. If they're going to deny it, I feel like it was like, yeah, 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 we're, there's no problem. The adjuster was like, sure, this is definitely covered, da 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 and then we'll get a letter in the mail, just some form letter that says, no, you're, you're, no this is denied.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's awful. It's, a, it's a not a smart business, in, in my opinion.
0: Well, apparently they think it is because it's probably making them money because they're not having to pay out anything.
1: Well, that's just you speaking at policyholder.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> policyholder is another one of my AKAs, by the way. <laughs> well,
1: the frustrating, the frustrating or maddening part about all of this is insurance companies. You pay them monthly yes. or every six months or every year, whatever you're. It's po- a lot of money. You pay them. To, to cover things. It's called insurance or insurance. You, you, so you have insurance against things like
0: this. Yes. That's the reason you pay insurance is this exact thing. Yes. And they come in and handle it right away.
1: And then, okay, so the, the alternative around is for two months. you don't get insurance and then you end up paying all this for this stuff out of pocket. So people right. say, well, it's worth the money for me to pay monthly for insurance because I have that peace of mind that I will be helped. Um, well, the reason why. pay. You might as well not have insurance.
0: But the reason why we have insurance is for catastrophic issues, not $2,000 or $4,000 for water coming in the wall, which would be nice if they should pay it when they're supposed to, and this time they absolutely should. Did
1: you have it's, a water rider on your policy?
0: We're covered. This, this would be covered. They're saying that the estimate does not meet up to the deductible because they're only considering fixing the damage and not the actual problem. I see. Which is idiotic. Because I know um, that
1: when I've had in homeowners insurance, they've said, well, you know, you might want to add a water protection or water well, damage rider. S-
0: different areas have different riders Got for like it. flooding and stuff like that. We're, we're, we have everything that we need for here. Got it. Okay. The situation is they're, not, they're denying a claim that should be a valid claim. Has nothing to do with what policy and all this stuff. It's just a, it's, it should be covered. It is covered. They've said, they have said, yeah, we, we, we're covering this. Oh, you don't meet the deductible based on our estimate. That we changed after we got the estimate and sent it to me. I have a different estimate with different prices on it.
1: Yeah, that's pretty
0: shady. It's super shady. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's the other thing. I, it'll be fine. <laughs> we're going to pay it. We're going to just do it, and we fortunately have the money to just pay it and take care of it, and then we're moving on from State Farm. So this has shown me how State Farm is, at yeah. least the local agents to me here, and not not helping us, pretending on the phone like everything is awesome and that they're for us, and then doing jack crap to fix anything. So we're, we're moving on. And I'm, I'm over it. I was, I was over it last over week. You were over it.
1: Now you're not so over it because of the Don't letter Don't send me got. any more
0: condescending letters in the mail, State Farm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Get out of here with this crap. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm over it.
1: Well, good. I hope that, I want you to keep me posted though, whether it's on this podcast or, you know.
0: Well, the situation now is moving forward. We're going to pay to fix it. It's going to get fixed. Yeah, but I want to know if they,
1: I want to know if they come through in the end and actually pay it.
0: (laughs) I'm going to look into my crystal ball and say, outcome unlikely.
1: (laughs) Your eight ball, is that what that used to be called? Eight ball? Magic eight ball. Magic eight
0: ball, ball, yeah. Yeah. Magic 8 Ball is laughing at me now going, (laughs) is laughing at your question going, (laughs) (laughs) did she just ask that?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well.
0: No. I have, I have some
1: optimism. Maybe it's the new, you know, toddy brew, but I have some optimism, Uh. optimism that they're going to come through for you.
0: Oh, I have optimism that it's going to be fixed and everything is going to be okay. I have hope. I have zero faith in State Farm now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have a little, I'm saying I have a little faith that they'll come through if if you continue to be the greasy wheel. If you don't, maybe they won't.
0: You mean the squeaky wheel?
1: (laughs) Yes. Okay. The squeaky wheel, yeah. Or if if you're greasy, that means they took care of it.
0: I don't want to be greasy, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, he wasn't a very good quarterback anyway.
0: I believe KJ was referring to Brian Greasy as Bob Greasy was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame and won two Super Bowls with the Miami Dolphins in the 70s, including their perfect season. Anyway, up next, we're going to pronounce some words, or at least try.
1: Well, it's time to pronounce some stuff, or try to. We haven't done that. We haven't done this one for a while.
0: Yeah, we're out of practice, so this could be real yes. bad slash good, depending on your preference, <laughs> your a point of view, perspective.
1: P-O-V, as they yeah. say.
0: P-O-V, is how you pronounce that.
1: P-O-V, okay. Yeah. So the first one comes from, you remember Bob, who I met in Pittsburgh at the yes. PNC Park?
0: Sproul Sproul. Sprawl,
1: Sproul. Sproul. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it is pronunciation, Sproul, mm-hmm. Sproul, sproul. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I sproul met sproul. Bob, and he, he sent us this a while back, um, and he, he's, he wants to talk about Pittsburghese dialect, Oh, okay. and, and here's what he wrote, suppose you arrive, yes, suppose you arrive home from your road trip and see that your car is filthy dirty, you will no doubt say to yourself, that car needs to be washed. A Pittsburgher, or a yinzer, if you will, will say, <laughs> that car needs washed, or the grass needs cut, or the laundry needs done. Okay. The to be part of the verb somehow got lost somewhere along the way.
0: Ah, so they're just, you know, like condensing it like yeah, a they're contraction. Just,
1: uh, yeah, they don't have time. They don't have time. Yeah, they're to... busy in
0: Pittsburgh. Got too much going on. The,
1: definitely. Um, I have not heard that <laughs> kind of stuff before.
0: In, I have. Um...
1: In this region where I live.
0: mm that happens a lot more in the South too, where people just run stuff together, like whole words, and they just—it's right, just, not that they right. just leave out words. It becomes like jeet, but is like did you eat? And they oh, just say jeet, like I J E E T.
1: I thought you were you know in with Derek Jeeter or something. That's your nickname no, no. for jeet.
0: No, it's did like you're like, hey Bob, what you doing? Well, I I I'm I'm working now. What can I do for you, Sam? Well, well Bob, um jeet. Yeah, no, nah, yes. no, nah, I didn't, I didn't cheat yet.
1: <laughs> I, I have a feeling that Bob's Thank you. scene, Bob's response doesn't actually happen. No, I didn't cheat yet.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> the
1: first, the first part, I believe. Yes, it is. Um. Okay, so that one I haven't experienced, but it sounds like you have. That car needs washed. To me, is. It's 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 like I said they don't have time. It's sort of lazy. It's kind of lazy.
0: It's poor grammar. It's poor grammar. I mean, let's face it. But hey, these things become regionalities and sometimes you know spread out beyond the region and become just you know norm. Eventually, that's going to be in the dictionary. Like when we make up words because we're cramming two things together, or not we, but you know the royal the royal
1: we. Yep, is cramming words together.
0: Yeah, prince. All right, Mademoiselle Moat. <laughs> uh, so when we put stuff together like that, it eventually becomes so much in the vernacular that it gets into the dictionary. Yes. Yeah, that's how new words and new phrases and stuff come up. So I am all aboard this car and washed.
1: My, my mom, who long ago, well before, way before my brother and I were born, was living in Milwaukee um, mm-hmm. for a little bit of time. And she said that, they always used to say, aside from bubbler versus water fountain, they always used to say, um, I need to I need to wash my hairs or I need to get my hairs cut.
0: Let's see that? Plural. I'm not on board with that.
1: I know you're not. It's like, let's go to the Walmarts. Panera's nope. breads.
0: <laughs> nope. We've been uh-uh. there and we've, we've done that. We've talked about this. Yeah. And I mean, I wonder if... What Bob is saying with this leaving out the to be part, mm-hmm. it only applies to stuff like washing the car. Because the examples he gave were washing the car, mowing the lawn, or lawning the grass. I think he said grass needs cut. Is that yep. what he said? grass needs cut. Or laundry needs done. Yeah. These people are busy. They're getting stuff done. That's they're washing right. cars, they're mowing your lawns, they're doing laundry. So they ain't got time to include your precious to be in there or not, Shakespeare. Come on.
1: Yeah.
0: Fancy, you, you and your fancy words.
1: Well, it. I want to know also, is it, do they say then hairs need cut or hair needs cut? Needs cut? Hairs needs cuts.
0: I hope it's hair because the hairs, that's, yeah. that's just so wrong to me. My <laughs> it, mom couldn't I, I get over that. that. She could not uh-uh. get
1: over that. Okay. So um, thank you for that, Bob. Now the next one. Yes. I'm just going to spell out for you. B- okay. Basking. Basking. Yeah, basking in the glow, basking, yeah. yeah. Um, I heard someone say the other day, basking, and I wondered if you'd ever heard that, basking.
0: That's just a mispronunciation. Just wrong, huh? Okay. Yeah, that's they've never heard that word out loud before.
1: Now, one more, and this is more of a phrase. Okay. And I'm just going to sp- start the phrase and you tell me what the ending of the phrase is, typically. Sure. Is it this ta- a quiz? Yes. It takes two to, it takes two Do to. Do a podcast.
0: <laughs> Tango.
1: Yes. But I heard, I, I can't remember if it was an actual person or someone on TV, but I heard it takes two to tangle, T-A-N-G-L-E the other day.
0: No. And honestly, the the real answer to that is it takes two to make a thing go, go right. right. It takes two to make it. Out of sight. There you go. That's, that's the honest answer. That's the uh-huh. real answer. Yeah. That's not the joke answers. Yeah.
1: But, uh, but it tangle?
0: No, that's they heard that they heard it wrong in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, but you know, technically it it does you could tangle solo, I guess, but it does yeah. take more than one person to tangle usually. Tangled up mm-hmm. in you, you know, Dylan? Tangle, that's, I'm just trying to help these people out.
0: Yeah, you're not doing them any favors. Okay. Uh, that's, that's 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 they heard it wrong.
1: Okay, all right. Now, you you remember you you told me this when you were in DC that mm-hmm. you went to Some mall next to where we were staying?
0: Yeah, it was the uh, Tyson's Corner Galleria, Tyson's Galleria or something in Tyson's Corner. I can't remember the exact name, but anybody who's heard of this or lives there will know what I'm talking about. Okay. and It's a big, giant, like three-story mall.
1: You saw some interesting stores.
0: Yes. Um, Me and Young Stat Man and Young Stat Wife and Jason's Wife... Mm -hmm. went to you know penelope with the t went to this (laughs) mall when we had time on saturday before you know we had to go and do the show saturday night um we went to this mall to to eat and just kind of walk around for a minute just you know wasting time wasting a couple hours so we're over there walking around this mall and i started looking up the store names and because i hadn't been in a mall really I, i go to a mall about average of once a year i live next to one of the biggest malls in america and I go, or, you know, within, you know, driving distance. Mm-hmm. And I go m- literally like once a year on average. Malls uh, aren't my thing.
1: They're not my thing. And I live close to the biggest mall in America. Yeah,
0: you live yeah in Minnesota, yeah. <laughs> and I do uh, not
1: go to that mall or yeah, any mall so, for that matter. Anyway, go ahead.
0: So we're walking through this mall and I'm looking up at these store names as we're talking about stuff. And I'm like, "What that, what is that? I've never heard of that before. And then like the next one, I was like, what? What? And we look around and I tap Luke on the shoulder. And I'm like, what? These things familiar to you? He's like, what is that? It was the weirdest mix of stuff. I even said, like, I'm like, are we in America? Are we, (laughs) like, in a foreign country? Because I can't pronounce or don't recognize any of these words that are the store names of these mall mall stores. It was super strange. And I took a picture of a couple of them. But we found the mall directory online. And we're going to kind of just roll through a couple of these just to see if we have any shot at pronouncing these and just if, if anybody's ever heard of this outside of that mall, these stores.
1: Okay. The first you want me to go?
0: Yeah, sure. I You're got, reading. Than I, I got a
1: couple. I'm just gonna spell these because yes. that's what we do when we pronounce this typically. Yeah. C now this is capitalized. C mm-hmm. just the first letter. C A L L I G A R I S Calligaris, maybe? That's what, sorry, I stepped on your Caligaris, but Yeah, yes.
0: we said the same thing, though, yeah. yeah. Or is it Caligaris? Or is
1: it supposed to be like calligraphy? Does the store, is the store, uh, the Caligaris, is, is written in calligraphy? Do we have the picture of the store?
0: Yeah, is it like a foreign language, like calligari? Is it like French, like your French? What was the the word that you pronounced in French the other day? Oh, it was terrible.
1: It was terrible. Um, And I did get some PJ (laughs) feedback on that. that,
0: Yes, you did.
1: (laughs) um, I don't remember what that was. John Fitzpatrick (laughs) tweeted tweeted it to us. I don't remember what it was. It's probably a good thing that I don't remember.
0: It was, it was, I went into bad French accent, like <laughs> Caligari, is what I would say. But who knows? I've never heard of this. I,
1: I have not heard of this. Is this going to be like, you know, nowadays when they announce the Grammy Award winners or the Grammy nominees, I've got no idea who these people oh, are?
0: Oh, that reminds me. I went through and read, I saw that Madonna thing that happened at the VMAs, which was a ridiculous. I'm not even going to joke about that. that. was. That was so centered on her and not actually Aretha Franklin?
1: I didn't, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Oh, it was beyond, re- it was at the Video Music Awards this past week.
1: Okay, are you going to tell me I, or should I Google it? You Do just know?
0: need to go, you need to read it, because they've got the entire like transcript of the speech online. I wouldn't say watch it, because I don't even watch it. Okay. But look at the transcript and just see. She was trying to pay tribute to Aretha Franklin, but it seemed like they had already had Madonna in line to give this Video of the Year award, and she had these stories she wanted to tell, and she like kind of sandwiched, Oh, and by the way, you know, Aretha Franklin died in there.
1: Oh. It, that, Tr- paying
0: a tribute to her. It was not a tribute. It wasn't, it was. Okay. It was a tribute to Madonna. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, Aretha Franklin helped a little bit. She did, she did some cool stuff. It, <laughs> no, it was terrible. But it's um, not good. No, no. And it could have been, she could have like cut half of that out and it would have been so much better. But like, I read as part of that at the end of that article they had, and here's by the way, the people who were nominated and the people that won. I literally could not tell in most cases, unless it was like, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce, the Carters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could not tell where one act's name st- stopped and the next one started. Yeah, that's and what like, I And mean. like, w- is this the name of the song? What? It yeah. was because they were all just like kind of written like together. Like in a in a list. And I was like, what? What? It- there was no like punctuation, so part of it was. But this is like the New York Times.
1: Yeah, that's what I like mean. I have got no idea who like these people are. So, are these mall stores that youngsters know about?
0: Maybe so. I'm I'm serious though. This VMA stuff, you need to go read the people who won and who were nominated. I couldn't tell where one name star stopped and then the next name started. Was it just Drake like these mall on the list? Uh Maybe. Okay. I mean, people like Rihanna and Drake were on there, I think, and I recognize. But some of these other ones, like Best New Artist, I was like, besides Cardi B, Cardi I was like... Cardi B
1: won that, didn't Who, are, who are these people?
0: Is this a name? Yeah. <laughs> is yeah, this- I know. That's how what is I feel about on. the
1: Grammys. So maybe the yeah. VMA is just you know, an extension of that. So I'll look well, it
0: up. VMAs are even more on the ed- like cutting edge of, is this is this for real? Because they're yes, less yeah. serious than even the Grammys. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's how I felt walking around this mall. I was like, am I... Am I in reality anymore? (laughs) What is going on?
1: So here's another one. K-H-O-W-Y space Uh B-R-O-S period Mm -hmm. space C-R-I-S-S-C-U-T.
0: Okay. Chris Cut. I got the last word.
1: And the second word is brothers.
0: Yeah, but is it, are they pronouncing it brothers or is it actually bros? bros?
1: Could be bros.
0: Yeah, because you're like, it's like Super Mario, Super Mario Bros. Super Mario Brothers, is it, which way do you go with that, the video game?
1: For me, I call it Super Mario Brothers.
0: Yeah, I do too. I I don't know, honestly, what the preferred one is. But this first word. Koei. Koei,
1: maybe? That's how I say it, Koei.
0: Yeah, I don't, but the combination of that word, bros with the period, and And Chris Chris Cut, Cut, I'm like...
1: What's the store? This is a about?
0: random word generator that created a name for your store.
1: Yeah. What is the store? What is it? Do we know? Who knows? Okay. So we don't not, know. Not not a clue. Um, here's another one.
0: Mhm.
1: E N T Y S E.
0: Yeah. Entice?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's probably what they're doing. Entice. Yeah, but see, here's
0: here's the other thing is I, if you look at the directory, there's like three or four things named this.
1: So these are right up your. If this is actually supposed to be like entice, E N T I C E, this is right up your alley of you know clever store names. Oh no, we want to entice you to come in. I bet oh, you it's no. T Y because of Tyson's Corner. T Y. That would be
0: my guess. Yes, that's it's probably very some, clever. Yeah, it's probably some initialization that they pronounce and try to say as a word. So they're trying to make it into an acronym, mm-hmm. but it's not really because it's awful. Yeah. Um, another one that I saw was. I'm looking at the list now. It's E-R-M-E-N-E-G-I-L-D-O space Z-E-G-N-A. Erma, Armena Gildo?
1: Armena um, Gildo Zegna.
0: Zegna, yeah. that's how I,
1: I feel like I've heard of Zegna. Is yeah. it, Do people maybe that are in the know just call it Zegna?
0: Maybe, because I'm certainly not in the know. I cannot speak from that perspective.
1: I am on this. also in the know. But I mean, not in the know.
0: Why would you make that the name of your store when you're trying to appeal to the people like most of America? Most of America, I'm going to guess general population is not going to be able to pronounce that.
1: I, I agree, but maybe, this is an, maybe you set foot in one of these upscale malls where they don't want most of America in there.
0: This is definitely upscale.
1: Okay well and that do you would, go? that
0: would be my other problem with it is it's a little too it's not a little too it's way too fancy and way too exclusive for me did it's you, not my scene
1: did you go in any of these stores? Oh did no. you buy we anything?
0: went to we went to Magiano's, which
1: uh-huh yeah
0: was pretty good because you know we ordered lunch and then they gave us that's how I got the the three a m pasta that I ate because oh. you order a meal and they give you another meal to go with it and it's the cost of one meal it's crazy I don't I'm like how are you staying in business
1: that's true well are they uh, they probably charge a lot for that one meal.
0: No, it wasn't. It was cheap. It was like thirteen bucks for lunch. Oh, for well, one person.
1: That's pretty good. I don't know how they're staying in business. Yeah, All but right. there's a
0: whole. We'll we'll tweet out the link to this probably, or get yeah. somebody to do it. The just the, the directory of this place. I guess some. Uh, we I guess people that listen to this podcast, there are some that live in this general area. It would mm-hmm. be good to get some feedback to say, hey, what are is these this, stores? What are these places? Have you ever heard of this? And is this like have you ever heard of it outside of this? mall and is this is this mall so far above my pay grade that that's the reason why I've never heard of this stuff
1: Yeah, this is a this is above my pay grade and above my head. That's what i was say yeah. about this.
0: <laughs> I I got one more word oh, that okay. I just thought of. Okay. That I've heard this lately. Um it's S I G I L.
1: Oh, Sigil
0: I know how this is pronounced, but the way I heard it was sigil. Sigil? Yeah, and it's, I'll read the definition. Okay. An, in, an inscribed or painted symbol considered to have magical power. A sign or a symbol. A seal.
1: Oh, so it's pronounced seal? No. How's it pronounced? What is, I've never seen this word in print.
0: You've never, it's sigil.
1: Sigil. Like vigil. Yeah. Never heard of it.
0: Yeah. Or maybe but heard, I have, I heard it pronounced Sigil, and I'm like, Sigil's not right. Sigil's sigil. not
1: right. Yeah. Sigil Sigil is like, well, you're telling me Sigil is not right. I mm-hmm. said Sigil. I was close to being not yeah. right.
0: <laughs> it's like, in some ways, you were even more wrong than yes, wrong.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I I love to I love basking in my glory of being wrong.
0: Very good, very good. That's clever.
1: Yeah. Well, just I, you know, just like these store names entice E N T Y S E. I am clever.
0: Not enticing me.
1: <laughs> enticing though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let us let, wrap this, this segment up. Please. Okay.
0: Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes. It's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer
1: no or yes. Um. No.
0: Hey, hey, what's up? Are you fine-looking people out there? I mean, I don't really know what you look like, but I'm just assuming you are fine if you're listening to this here podcast. We want to thank you for sticking with us this long and continue to because I think we have another segment coming up after this. I don't know, I just work here. Anyway, if you'd like to send us some feedback, even though I don't really know what you look like and... I'm assuming, you know, you're a person. You can reach us on Twitter at Speak Tangents via email at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can ball it up and throw it up in the air and with a hope and a prayer, it'll make it there. That's some freestyle off the top of the dome for you. All right, I'm going to move on so we can move on get our feedback on. To the break of dawn. That's all I got. I would like to apologize. So do we have any feedback this week?
1: Well, yes, we do. We, you know, we received quite a bit of feedback this past week. And mm. and on quite a variety of topics, some of the things that we said, uh, mostly on Twitter, but we even got some Facebook feedback, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> um,
0: I'm sorry that that person felt like they had to use Facebook to send us anything, that we had anything to do whatsoever with making anybody use Facebook. I
1: actually don't think he he's on Twitter.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Um.
1: But- I already read some of the feedback in earlier segments, but we'll read a little more of that sure. feedback here. But keep keep the feedback coming. We really Absolutely. do appreciate it. Um, and even if we don't read it here, it doesn't mean we haven't seen it. I yes. think we've seen it all, except for maybe if you're using our Snapchat account, which we are definitely not seeing.
0: Yeah, and if you, if you send something on Facebook, I am definitely not seeing it, but you...
1: I do see it because yes. eventually it gets forwarded to me. Yes. Um, okay, so we'll start with... We, you know, we talked about the Minnesota Twins mascot race last week, and I went, mm-hmm. I kind of ranted on the idiocy of the new, the four new that we're supposed to vote on.
0: <laughs> yeah, those pictures were ridiculous.
1: Yes, they were. I th- I felt they were ridiculous. But anyway, Smitty Scoop at Smitty Scoop says, The Atlanta Braves do the Home Depot tool race at home games. The runners drop, dress up as a hammer, paintbrush, drill, and bucket.
0: That's... Sounds about like marketing synergy gone awry. So sure. that makes sense.
1: This makes no sense to me unless I guess the only reason I would this would make any sense to me at all is that is Atlanta like the Home Depot center? Is that where Home Depot originated?
0: I think there's at least a headquarters here of of some sort. It may not be the the main one, but is yes, it is there's a giant uh, Home Depot like corporate thing here. See and if even if not, obviously Home Depot is sponsoring this, so they have paid right, money for this. Right, a
1: big sponsor. Well, okay. Yeah. I think the what the twins do is a little more creative than that. Even though, so they have Target, the 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 Target dog, because Target is headquarters in Minnesota, and it's also yeah. a major sponsor. I get that, but then they at least do stuff that's familiar with the state. I mean, Atlanta Braves could do Coca Cola. They could they could do a Coke bottle. Well, they could do yeah. a peach.
0: Yeah. They might have at some point, but let's face it, if Target had more than one, ma- if Target had four mascots, that's what's running in that race. <laughs> maybe, maybe. You can't really put a, you know, a shelf and a lamp and a pillow out there with the Target dog and it'd be, you know, make any sense to people.
1: That's right. but, but- although,
0: although the hammer, paintbrush, and drill and bucket... Don't really. I mean, it makes sense, but it's just stupid.
1: It is. It's very stupid. And I will yeah. say that I got one wrong last week. I said it was um, Babe the the uh, Paul Bunyan and Babe the blue blue ox. Mm-hmm. No Paul Bunyan, just Babe. So I need to <sighs> wow. clara- clarify that myself. Clarify myself on that.
0: Yeah, I, I. That's probably more recognizable than just some guy dressed in a flannel shirt carrying an axe is a giant blue ox. Yeah, so but pe-
1: if you're in Minnesota, you know who the guy is with the flannel shirt and the. The ax. You should. true. Okay. Well even
0: if you're not in Minnesota, you should have heard of Paul Bunyan.
1: Yes, you should have. Uh Phil Foster at Cigar Raider. Mm-hmm. Uh he starts with a quote, tastes like television, unquote. <laughs> Which TV Scott? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Which Superman tastes better? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Uniform, costume, or suit? What does Superman wear? Question mark. Billy D. Williams is also William Williams? Question mark. <laughs> Just a small slice of what you're missing on the latest installment of Speaking of Standard. Ta- Speaking of tangents. Speaking, Speaking of, of tangents. Of, I
0: can't even pronounce the name of our podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, I do not remember the Taste Like Television or which TV, Scott.
0: Yeah, I said something about is it taste like television? And the Scott would be Scott Wolf or Scott. Um, oh, yes. Yes. What's the other? Scott Bale. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> By the way, do you know what? Um, he asked about Billy Dee Williams. Do you know? I looked it up. Do you know what his full name is, given name?
1: Well, I do because the next tweet has clarified it for oh, us.
0: Oh, oh! I'm jumping the gun. I didn't even see that.
1: Yes, we have a clarification from Cool Aunt Claire at Cool Aunt it's Claire. It's a
0: clarification. This needs like its music sting.
1: Oh, we should do that. And yeah, and yeah. Cla- I think if Just we did that, Claire could that come there. up with a clarification for us every week. I think she sure. probably could.
0: I bet you could. We got a
1: lot of things to clarify. We certainly
0: see. Yeah, I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> okay, so this here- is
0: great. This is great. I I looked this up and was like, oh, this is awesome, and was definitely gonna bring this. But Claire, go for it. Claire, Claire
1: brought it. Billy D's legal name is William December Williams Jr.
0: Boom. Yes. Junior.
1: Yes, Junior.
0: <laughs> so there's multiple William December Williams out there that's or were well I don't that's know when amazing. you say
1: junior after that does that in that does that automatically imply that the middle name is also the same or is it just William Jr.
0: I'm pretty sure it's a, all through it's all three names now Otherwise, there, it wouldn't be a junior
1: this this thread um started people talking about names and Ed Butt said I would never make fun of anyone's name um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> why and Edward is a perfectly fine oh oh okay yeah you good you, one Ed. yeah
1: yeah but I, Mary Faye Randolph said she knew somebody who, uh, somebody who's, I think, who's the two kids in the family were named William and Billy.
0: Yes. Did I get that right? There was two kids at like her school where she was like, where she, was, where she yeah. worked, the librarian. Yeah.
1: William and Billy. And she said <laughs> They were she, twins. Oh, wait, they were?
0: <laughs> I swear she said they're twins. She said- And she, one of them was named William and one was Billy.
1: <laughs> yeah. And she said she had, she didn't, she honestly thought the family didn't know that, um, Billy was a nickname for William.
0: Right. Because I asked, how baller is it to name have <laughs> twins and name both of them William? Yeah. And she said, actually, on their official school record where you have to put the name off the birth certificate, and then you can put whatever you want to call them, they had to put the name off the birth certificate. And on the birth certificate, it said Billy because she didn't think they that William, that Billy was short for William.
1: Yeah. Uh. Which
0: is, and I think I replied something like, you know, people at the hospital should be, Yes. They should give some people help on this. you
1: you think they would, but you don't want to tell people what to do, right?
0: Well, the nurse, one of the nurses when my daughter was born. Oh, that's wanted right. to tell yeah. us what to do because she said, "I don't like that name. That's a terrible name. You should she that's not her at all. You should The kid is a day and a half old yeah, that's and she's not like, her. You, "You should come up with a different name." That's not her. When and you, I'm like
1: I remember your what? tweet. <laughs> I remember your tweet and that reminded me of I've told this story, uh, I think, during a Minnesota Nice segment um, where the gentleman stopped the Hall of Famer and I when we had our two dogs, Wrigley and Emmy,
0: uh-huh. and
1: he said, oh, Wrigley, are he, that, that Golden yes. is beautiful. That's such a beautiful dog. He's so handsome. I really, really love him. And then he looks down at Emmy the Terrier and says, not that one so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, there you go. Not so much.
1: You know, if you can't say something nice, do you need to open your mouth?
0: It depends on how well you know the person. Certainly not to a you Not stranger, a nurse
1: don't. in a in newborn. No. You guys are yeah. high. You know, you're excited. You have a new baby oh, girl. We were high, all right. <laughs> new baby girl. And the lady. How and do the, you think she
0: got that name? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm the, the, the lady uh, pretty much tells you you made a portable. It's just, uh, I don't
0: know. We didn't it. even ask her opinion. She just came no, out with it. She just
1: told you. Yeah. And
0: uh, then she was like, uh, and we were like, okay. And then she just left walked out of the room, and I'm like, wow. That's, okay. that's
1: ballsy right there.
0: Yeah. Have you seen, speaking of crazy names, have you seen, seen the Deadspin name bracket, 2018 name of the year bracket? No. Okay. All I'm going to say is go look that up. We'll, I, I may actually, from my own, my own Twitter account, tweet out the link to this, or we'll figure out a way to get it out there. Okay. I, some of these I could not believe. They're apparently all verified as real names. According so to they're the article. like
1: um, new names for newborns in the year 2018?
0: Oh, no. This is just people who were named this. Oh, Like okay. they just discovered this person. Like Salami Blessing is a one seed. Just to know what we're getting into here.
1: So Blessing is the middle name?
0: No, Blessing is the last name. Salami oh. Blessing. And um, this is all one word. First name, Darth Vader Williamson.
1: Oh, No. No. <laughs> See, now, I think the nurse at the ER or at the um, maternity ward does have a right to say that for certain words, certain On names. some things,
0: yeah. yes. Uh, Tuna Altoona.
1: Oh, no. That's Miracle awful. Miracle
0: Crimes. <laughs> Chardonnay Beaver. Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: the Hall of Famer will keep notebooks of some of the kids in her school. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I highly recommend reading this list of names. I was cracking up.
1: Okay, well, we will get that out there somehow. Uh, if you want a good laugh, do read that. Name of the year bracket, Deadspin. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, okay, um, Brendan in Jersey. At Brendan in Jersey, remember last week I told you I was reading a Chuck Klosterman book called Fargo yes. Rock City? Mm-hmm. Um, or Klosterman, I don't know how it's pronounced.
0: I think it's Klosterman.
1: That's how Bill Simmons Pronounces it on his podcast, but not, he doesn't always get things right.
0: I would, I would say go the opposite of him, and now I'm going to say it's Klosterman.
1: B- Bill Simmons, you know, he might be where I heard it takes two to tangle.
0: He's the worst, like, that level of out there on podcasts and, you know, mm-hmm. known person mm-hmm. at pronouncing names and words I've ever heard.
1: He's the one, we mentioned this in a previous episode of pronunciation segment, subsequent for subsequent. Anyway, Brendan Jersey about Chuck Klosterman says, I was waiting outside the Mercury, Mercury Lounge one night. Chuck Klosterman was walking by with a lady friend. I shouted out, love your work. He stopped, didn't turn around, said thank you, and walked on. Hmm. So where's the Mercury Lounge? Should I know? Is that a famous place? Should I know what that is? Because
0: um, I, cause I, think cause I feel like I've
1: heard of it. Like it is a famous place that I should know.
0: I've heard of that name. I don't, I, yeah. Here. I don't know I what to make
1: of what Chuck did. Is he, was he being a jerk, or was he just no. surprised? Or
0: I He was with his lady friend. He was
1: with a lady friend. Didn't turn don't, around, Don't though.
0: bother the dude when he's coming out of the club. I mean, Brendan didn't do anything wrong, but you're not going to get into a conversation with a guy coming out of a club with his lady friend.
1: And it doesn't appear that Brendan really wanted to. He just no. said, love your work.
0: So I think this is totally a good transaction on both sides, a good conversation on both sides.
1: Yeah, the fact that he didn't turn around made me smile a little bit.
0: No, that's the, I'm, thank you, I appreciate it. I'm not, I'm not interested in getting in a conversation with you, because I don't know you.
1: And I'm with a lady friend.
0: Yes, I would be, I would have done the same thing. Um, On both sides, I would have said, hey, you know, not, because, you know, there are people who when they see somebody famous, and if you do this, you know, fine, it's just not my personality, is they go over and they would like interrupt them when they're eating or they're mm-hmm, having a conversation mm-hmm. and say, hey, can we take a picture together? Will you sign this? Can we have a conversation? Let me tell you about everything in my life that, you know, is influenced or been, you know, I've taken influence from you on something. Just, no, just say, hey, how are you doing? And just move on. Yes. Yep. So I think Brendan approached it the right way and that's what I would have done. If I would have said, oh, yeah, thanks. It's kind of like um,
1: you in, in the elevator with Werner Herzog. Yeah. You didn't. I was like, hey,
0: what's up? And just kept walking. I didn't even wait to see if he was going to stop.
1: Yep. Uh, From Adam Benson, Benson underscore the comic. Yes. Two years ago, I flew to London, England. I took off my shoes. Long flight. Got to be comfortable. I hate sneakers slash shoes and remove them every chance I can.
0: Adam Benson, now banned from this podcast.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I can see where he's coming from. I mean, I... I'd be lying if I said I've never taken my shoes off on a flight, but it's where you take the socks off.
0: Yeah, that is a different level. But also, buy more comfortable shoes. My feet are more comfortable in the shoes I buy because I buy comfortable shoes than they are without the shoes on, if I'm up and moving around.
1: Certainly. First of all, the sneaky best part of this tweet is he says sneakers, which you know... If you remember, it's one of my favorite words.
0: Yeah. I love it that he put sneakers slash shoes to clarify for people that don't know what he meant. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh, and also, you know, he he said London, England, in case we didn't know. Yeah. Um, Which is probably an idea for me, Adam. But I hate sneakers, too. (laughs) Or like
0: you didn't know where London was. Right.
1: Yeah, like I didn't know. I, I hate sneakers, too. They're the first thing I take off when I get home. Then you have uncomfortable shoes. No, I just don't like feeling my sh- I, I I I need my feet to be free.
0: Yeah, I need a house for my feet. <laughs> okay. As, um, to so reference I, Kramer to, you know, from Seinfeld to, you know, paraphrase. I got to have a house. My boy's got to have a house.
1: Kramer from Seinfeld. I don't remember that quote.
0: That's when he wasn't wearing underwear and it oh, was driving him crazy. Okay. Yeah. My um, boy's got to have a house.
1: But I I can see where your Adam is coming from. But I also can see where you're coming from. I'm kind of yeah. in the middle. Just leave your socks on.
0: Oh, I'm fully on the other side, but you know, if I like Adam so. You have
1: to take your shoes off. Go. Uh, leave your socks on, too, please. Okay, now, Absolutely.
0: That's that's no question you should be kicked off the airplane.
1: If you take your socks off. Oh, yes. Yeah. And if you bring out if you bring out a toenail clipper, you should be <laughs> more than kicked off the flight.
0: <laughs> that's prison thrown time. thrown out the window. Yeah, like the guy who jumped out of the plane recently without the parachute and landed in a net from like twenty five thousand feet.
1: I didn't see that either.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: We need to do a "What's Trending Now" um, segment soon and get all these things.
0: We're we're doing you it. You need I'm, to keep me up I'm to date. I'm wedging it in there. Yeah, yeah. Did, you really didn't see that? It's uh-uh. it's amazing. No, I didn't. I, I couldn't believe. It. I I was like, this can't be true, but apparently it is.
1: Um, we're gonna do a few comments from Chip Hughes on Facebook. Sure. So I don't think he he's the one I don't think's on Twitter. Okay. And he he commented on three different episodes, so I don't know if he kind of did a binge or, or what, but we'll read we'll read a couple. Sure. He says tangentially, one for ten okay, so he's talking about the quiz we took. Tangentially. One for ten on the movies got two of the vocalists. Hmm. Jason, my man, Marvel movie discussion with no love for Guardians of the Galaxy, and you haven't seen Black Panther yet?
0: I haven't seen Black All Panther yet because emoji- it emojis. just went to where you could rent it like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And I've got I've been busy. Yes. I don't go to the theater to see these movies. I don't go to the theater for anything. But um, Guardians of the Galaxy is a mid-level Marvel movie to me. It's not my favorite.
1: Okay. So I should see Fifth Element then.
0: I like Fifth Element better, yes. You might like Guardians of the Galaxy better because it's not as weird. And you may look at – if you thought Buckaroo Banzai was weird, you're going to think Fifth Element was weird.
1: Um, I have family members who loved Guardians of the Galaxy. So.
0: Yeah, it just didn't. It's it's one of these things where I liked it. The hype level for it did not. My expectation didn't. It, it didn't meet my expectation of that after hearing all that hype. So it's just it was overhyped. Okay for you. Yeah, it was good. It's a good movie. You should watch it. It's worth watching. The second one I didn't really like, but the first one
1: it was good. And you know what's worth watching? Black Panther.
0: Yes, I am definitely going to watch that. That's the next on my list of Marvel movies because I'm going to watch that and then watch Infinity War even though it's already been spoiled for me because, I mean, it's my own fault. It's been, what, months now? A couple Mm -hmm, months. mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's... that. Black Panther, you can rent now. So I'm going to rent that. And uh, Infinity War, like, just in the last week or two, you could rent it. So instead of just buying it digitally. So I'm going to do that. I'll watch both of those.
1: Quick question. Do you rent it? Or do you, you actually rent a DVD or do you stream it?
0: i the rent from like Amazon or or whatever. uh, Okay, so you're streaming it. You're not going
1: out to the Redbox or- or, (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, all right. No. All right, and to kick off our food segment, Mm -hmm. or our food feedback segment, here's the other comment from Chip Hughes. Eating a scoop of mayonnaise? No. Good. Eating a scoop of butter? No. Good. Eating a scoop of cream cheese? Yes.
0: No. A bagel is the
1: perfect cream cheese delivery system. Discuss. Um, I am
0: not a cream cheese fan.
1: I love cream cheese. I will eat a scoop of cream cheese. And I do believe that a bagel is the perfect cream cheese delivery system. So I'm, I'm with you there, Chip.
0: I'm not a sauce or condiment kind of person. I don't like like ranch dressing. I don't like cream cheese. I don't like, what is like m- stuff that other people, I like just a very minimal amount of salsa. Um,
1: mm, um, I
0: don't like mayonnaise.
1: Cheese, like nacho cheese. On nachos um, and cheese?
0: I could do just a little bit of cheese. I'm, I'm, I'm light on sauces. And like, like when I get like, uh, like Mexican food, I usually tell them to leave most of the extra sauces off, that kind of stuff. No, I, so.
1: like, I like a good sauce.
0: Yeah, I'm not a sauce person.
1: Uh, from Bill Leheka. I got
0: plenty of sauce. I just don't like yes, to eat them.
1: Yes, yes. Bill Leheka at Bill huh. He shared this tweet with us from Eden Fullwell. It's official. I won. Thank you to everyone who supported me and helped make Cherry Cola Oreo cookies the winner of the hashtag My Oreo Creation Contest. You are the sweethearts that made my cookie dreams come true. XOXO, MyOreoCreation.com. I
0: have one thing to say to her. Yes. Eat it.
1: (laughs) She won, though, and and all the guilt trips must have worked. Eat it. Cherry Cola Oreo winner.
0: Eat it and eat exclusively. When I say it, I mean exclusively eat. your horrible creation of Cherry Cola Oreos. Eat all That's of them. That's what I say, eat, it. eat them all yeah. up. So that way that they're out of existence. Eat them all.
1: Um, okay, some f- state fair food tweets.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, remember one of the foods we talked about last week that we had no idea what it was? Porchetta?
0: Porchetta, yeah.
1: Porchetta. James Cunningham at porchetta. James IV 1978 said, This is porchetta in all its awesomeness. So good. Well, he tweeted us an article with recipes mm-hmm. for porchetta, but I still I still have no idea what porchetta <laughs> Did is. Did
0: it have an explanation of what it is? I
1: didn't see it. All it said was, it didn't say anything to me. I think it was MarthaStewart.com. Um, oh, of then course! Then I not. didn't go into detail. I read a few, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, I don't still don't know what it is. And the difference is that it's his version is ch porchetta, and the one from the State Fair is pork k porchetta with two a's.
0: So I wondered if it's a different thing.
1: I think it's different. Mm-hmm. It must be. I'm not. I'm not really. I'm not eating it anyway, so I don't really care what it is. But it, he he gave us a. It looked like a. It looked like spam. Really, it looked like a roll of spam to me. That was tried to be dressed up beautifully but
0: that's not making me want to eat it no
1: i don't want any of it Mm. and simeon copeland um at the schmooze tweeted us an article about the seven ridiculous new minnesota state fair beer and wine flavors and just said the madness continues and i'll tell you that i opened that link and i got to cotton candy beer and i was out
0: oh that sounds disgusting
1: yes and finally, from Mary Faye Randolph at Mary F-E-T-X, at the Texas State Fair, most of the new foods are fried. This is <laughs> the sucks. list of the semi finalists. And I, I highlighted a few that I thought looked gross. Cotton yes. candy taco. Oh. Deep fried M&M's. Mm-mm. Deep fried ranch. There's your sauce.
0: That's, uh, yes. <laughs> That's awful.
1: Deep fried ranch uh uh-uh. uh, no no no, that'd be disgusting. And I like yeah. Ranch. I tweeted
0: I tweeted specifically about deep fried ranch and what was the other one here? Deep fried pico de gallo or gallo?
1: P- pico, yeah, pico it's de called, gallo. But the the official term is pico frito, deep fried pico de gallo.
0: Well, doesn't frito mean cold in Spanish?
1: Frito to me means those good potato chips. That's what frito means to me. <laughs> uh, deep fried raspberry brie. Brie Ray, B-R-I-E, so I'm assuming that has to do with raspberry cheese. No, thank you. Uh, Deep fried shepherd's pie, also a no. Deep fried skillet potato melt in a boat. No. No. And here's, okay, there's one more, two more, three more. (laughs) Fried Kool-Aid pickles. What?
0: No. No? Is it like Kool-Aid infused in the pickle?
1: Uh, Maybe, and it's fried.
0: Yeah, yeah, So she's what, right.
1: They're all deep fried. At they're least, frying everything. At least I, I think ones, I, yeah.
0: what I tweeted was next up is deep fried salt.
1: Yes, which actually sounds pretty good to me.
0: Okay. So frito in Spanish is, it, it, it's the Spanish word for fried.
1: So pico fried. Yeah. Yeah. Deep fried pico and de gallo. No, I don't want that.
0: What I'm thinking of is frio, which is cold. F-R-I-O. That which means is cold. cold.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then there's the Texas Twankie. So is that I, a deep fried tex? Is that a deep fried Twankie?
0: I don't even know. I don't even care that they named it the Twankie.
1: I figured you wouldn't like that.
0: T W A N G - K I E. Get out of here.
1: It's not enticing to you to have that Twankie.
0: <sighs> no, it is not.
1: And the final one, the Roll Tide. Why is a Texas State Fair calling selling a food called the Roll Tide?
0: That doesn't make any sense.
1: Doesn't make any sense to me. I don't Mm-mm. Now, there's no description of what these things actually are, but just reading their titles makes me not want to eat one single one of these things.
0: I'm going to say the Roll Tide is a deep fried roll of toilet paper.
1: With some colon Oreo stuff. spread about.
0: Yeah. Did you read this one? Orange You Glad We Fried It?
1: Yes. I, I figured you'd really like that one.
0: Ah. I can't believe, I can, orange you glad we fried it. I can't believe. Isn't that great? Great's not the word I would use. <laughs> um, there's several other words that I could think of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's it. That's all I have. That's enough for deep fried food. I'm, I'm, my stomach hurts just reading these things.
0: Yeah, I haven't been able to eat this week because of various illnesses so, and haven't had any appetite. And this has somehow made it worse.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, no. I think even if I would have been in a great, you know, health, that this would have made me not want to eat anything. Yeah, well,
1: it's not making me want to eat. However, i I will keep. I will report next week on the state fair food that I will be trying.
0: Yes, and we're not very far from deep fried roll of toilet paper.
1: No, we're not. I I I firmly believe that.
0: Trending downward.
1: (laughs) Although deep fried salt, I would be interested in. I love salt.
0: Oh,
1: how. Deep fried sea salt.
0: People that put extra salt on things, I don't get. I don't understand. Well,
1: it's for me. It, it, maybe it's an extension of sauce.
0: Yeah. Well, see, I already got too much sauce, and I definitely got too much flavor to be adding extra sauces and salt to anything <laughs> that I'm doing.
1: Yeah, you're the you're the um, what's the what did you just say? Oh, you're the sauce sauce flavor policy holder.
0: Yeah, I'm Duke Trebuchet. I'm full of flavor. <laughs> I'm knocked down anything you put in front of me. All right, Mademoiselle Moat, is there anything else No, no,
1: I think that's a good place to end.
0: Okay, bye.
1: Bye. Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and K.J. Onstead. Created by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by K.J. Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Graphics by Jason Fuse. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. I love snow peas. And I love you. Bye-bye.